0: it takes is enough money waved in front of someone's face to make a usually moralistic person turn into a babbling idiot. I've seen people sell out their mothers, siblings, boyfriends, spouses, and clients in order to make a fast buck. Where money is concerned, some people lose all concern for the human race. They get so caught up in how they'll spend their money once they sell the story that they don't notice what repercussions might occur following their extremely dirty deed. People are often paid obscene amounts of money in exchange for a magazine's exclusive rights to a story. The bigger the story, the higher the stakes. Photos are even worse. The most money ever paid for a single photo was the one of Elvis Presley in his coffin. The photographer hit a camera in his tie and snapped up $500,000 in the process. Insight number four Never be afraid to tell a truth about a situation. No matter how many people threaten to blackmail, hurt, or even kill you, the truth needs to be told, and that is my point in writing this book. I have the honor of including the writings of David LaFontaine, a five-year reporter for Star and a very kamikaze kind of guy who also happened to be my husband. David has covered it all. He was there when Elizabeth Taylor got married for the upteenth time, when the earthquake of 1989 hit San Francisco, and when actress Rebecca Schaefer's life was tragically taken from her by an obsessed fan. People in the entertainment business often express their wish to obliterate the tabloids for good. They insist the rags are evil, untrue, and hurtful, causing unnecessary problems in the lives of already stressed-out celebrities. I often challenge these folks by telling them that there would be no tabloids if people didn't buy them. It is the American public that keeps us in business. People can bitch about the unfairness of seeing their lives splashed over the front page. But until the public stops buying and reading this crap, the tabloids will continue to stay in business and prosper. And as long as celebrities and other public figures continue to cheat on their spouses, do drugs, throw tantrums, and lead lives that are out of control, the tabloids will have something to print.
1: There was blood everywhere, bits and pieces. Fragments of a girl named Rebecca scattered all over the lawn. It was a horrible sight. One that made bile rise in my throat. But I had to be there. I had to cover this tragic, senseless event. I was a reporter and had to take a detached role in the questioning of how such an event could have ever taken place. I had to ask the family questions, questions that I knew they wouldn't want to answer, questions that would make me seem almost as cold and callous as the man who committed the crime cold-blooded murder. The victim, actress Rebecca Schaefer, a 21-year-old promising starlet who warmed the hearts of the American public with her role opposite Pam Dauber on the television sitcom My Sister Sam. The murderer, Robert John Bardo, a 19-year-old former janitor at a jack-in-the-box restaurant in Tucson, Arizona, an obsessed fan who took his twisted love for Rebecca to the ultimate extreme. The crime, a horrible murder in which Bardo rang Schaefer's doorbell and when she answered the door he pulled the trigger on a three hundred fifty seven magnum firing a single round striking Rebecca in the chest. I was used to dealing with sick cases before but none had affected me as deeply as this one. Starr told me to fly to Portland where Schaefer grew up and attend her funeral. What a relaxing cheerful event that would be. How could I attend her funeral in the hopes of getting a good story out of it? It seemed immoral and low. I did it anyway never before in my life have i heard cries as i did that day they sounded more like animals howling than humans sobbing the funeral was held on sunday july 23rd pam dauber and her husband mark Harmon joined over 200 mourners as they paid tribute to the fallen star rebecca's boyfriend bradley silberling and best friend barbara lush handed out xerox copies of poetry rebecca had written making a personal memorial for each mourner I hovered near the outskirts of the crowd and felt dirty and unwelcome. Even though no one knew who I was or what I was there for, it felt wrong being there. I couldn't go up to Rebecca's parents and ask them how they felt. It was apparent how they felt, they had just lost a daughter. How would any parent feel? The editors wanted me to ask Silberling if Schaefer was cheating on him with another boyfriend and how he felt about that. It was a typical tab line for a story just as someone hits their lowest point you find some way to kick them lower i left the funeral without doing my job for once in my life i had to say fuck it it wasn't worth it for me to get this story i didn't care i just wanted to go home i wanted to leave this horrible nightmare go back to my hotel